Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. From B105 in Cincinnati, it's the Jesse and Anna podcast. Yesterday, I was getting some gas in my vehicle, and I guess I was kind of zoned out. And when I went to leave, someone yells out, Hey, your gas cap! Uh, I'm like, oh, no. So it, I was grateful that this guy helped me out. He alerted me. So I just kind of get out of my car real quick, get the gas cap on. But I felt embarrassed. Yeah. That everyone at the gas pumps around us knew that I'm the idiot trying to drive off. Well, in that instance, you're you're so grateful that they told you. But on the other hand, if you, in a perfect world, it would have been nice if they would have just walked over to you and be like, Hey, you might want to put your gas cap back on. That In a perfect world. In a perfect world, yeah. But he saw me. I was hopping in the car. I was ready to speed off. And so he he was, it was a quick reaction. He's like, yo, wait. But I got to be perfectly honest with you. There's times where somebody, even if they try to keep it down low. Discreet. Uh, for example, a month or so ago, me, you, and Statman for the Big Dave show yeah. went to the Reds Hall of Fame and Museum. And Stat had made it there before I did. And as I walked up to the door, he kind of comes up to me and he goes, hey, your zipper's down. <gasps> and the way he said it real, and I was like, oh, and I, I was embarrassed. Yeah. And I was like, there's no way not to be embarrassed. Yeah, but you all, you were grateful that he told you. I was. Especially before, it, that's pretty bad. I didn't, you, you don't know if you ever told me about that. Uh, well, I should tell you everything. I was embarrassed. I was just like, <laughs> I didn't want to, I, I felt like I got away with it. Yeah. Nobody said anything and that stat noticed. Like, <laughs> it's like, oh thanks gosh. for looking. At least he didn't yell it out though, you know? Sometimes Jack, you, I can see your underwear. Your no. flies down, <laughs> yeah, Jesse. Like, all right. This there's is times, awkward. there's times where people have fully good intentions, and they should do yes. the things that they do. They try to help you, but it's embarrassing. Yeah. There was a, years ago, I had to go to uh, the grocery store and purchase something for someone, um, a certain type of product, and I was asking a cashier. I don't remember what happened, and it wasn't scanning what, correctly. Jesse, a feminine product. Yeah. And, okay. And the cashier had to yell across a couple of like. How much for those uh those uh, pearl tampons again? Yeah. I'm like, ah! <laughs> I didn't. Yeah, it embarrassed you. I'm, I'm but... like guilty. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh, me, I go up bottle of wine, brownie mix, tampons. I'm like, I don't care. It's that time. So, is it Friday night already? <laughs> All right, Stacy. So I just finished eating lunch and I had like a bowl of fruit and it had blueberries in it. I apparently one of like the blueberry skin got on the front of my like the front of my tooth, oh. and one of my coworkers just let me walk around for not like for a good while, and oh, so no. one of my other coworkers was like, "You have like blueberry on the front of your tooth," and I'm like, "Oh my god! Why yeah. did, would you not <laughs> tell me? I uh, we work in public." Can I just say, it's yeah. a difficult situation, and I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you I'm gonna be vulnerable and tell you something. Yeah, yeah. If the, the, the what determines whether I tell somebody if they've got something in their teeth, especially if it's you know extremely offensive, what's in their teeth, like yeah. big old piece, is how close <laughs> of a coworker they are. Oh, if they're really? a very close coworker, 
I will say something. But if it's somebody I'm just passing in the hall, let's say I run into them in the water, you know, if we're getting water or coffee, I, let's say I don't know them and I notice it, I am not saying something. Gosh, I'm not perfect, but usually I'll still say something. I, know. I just, it's, I think it's about the way. I'll just be like, oh, hey, I think you got a little, I think you got something on your tooth or something. I think the reason I don't do it, it's not because I don't want to help that person. It's because I have secondhand embarrassment for, for people. them. Yeah. So if they notice it and they act embarrassed, I'm going to feel embarrassed for them. And it's, I just, I'm just not strong enough to do it. <laughs> I'm like, I'm so sorry, I but mean, good yeah. luck. I get where you're coming from. I also sort of feel that secondhand embarrassment, but then I'm just like, ah, you know what? I'll just try to be as comforting as possible. Hey, listen, I'm not positive. It listen, might be your gum, but uh, you might think you have food. In your I mean, if they've got like a green bean hanging out of their mouth, <laughs> like, like I'm not. I mean, if it's, it's blatant, I'm I, like, hey, yeah. you got, you, I would want someone to tell me. All right. So that's how I think of yeah. it. No, that that's definitely the proper moral approach yeah. to that situation. You know, people try to be nice and help you out in public, but sometimes it's embarrassing when they do that. And that happened to you. I was at work, just finished some cookies for breakfast. This is right at the start of my shift. My supervisor walks by and uh, says, you got some cookies in your beard. <laughs> you, wait, you, you got some cookies in your beard? <laughs> yes. Oh, no. Oh, God. And so cookies for later, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking of my supervisor. I was like, I'm just saving them for later when I get home. Wow. Uh, I mean, do you ever just go outside and shake your beard out? <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> well, no, it's a small beard, but like, it was it was just, it was still just as embarrassing. Oh, my God. I don't have a beard, but I, that is something I've noticed. Like, on guys, if they get a little food in their beard, it just, <laughs> why is that almost worse than getting food stuck in your tooth? Because you, you just assume it's been there for a while. It's like, yeah. It's like, just oh. like so sloppy. And then they're like, you're like, oh, I bet that beard smells so <laughs> bad. Ew, what? <laughs> yeah, so you might want to think twice about leaving your plant uh, here at the station. You plants. Take, oh, plants. My bad. Yeah, all your plants live here now. You don't take care of them. They might be able to help you get better sleep. You think? Well, that's something you've been struggling with, right? Uh, you, yeah. You've been kind of struggling to stay asleep at night? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, bring one of those plants home, and then tonight, if you struggle to sleep, just go out, give it a little stroke. Just Are you pet, serious? Just pet it. I'm not joking you. Anna, it's a cactus. Wait, no, you no, you have another plant. You What's want me the... to pet my snake plant? <laughs> yes. my, whatever that plant okay, is? Okay, yeah, not the cactus. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, no, okay. That, that will prevent me from falling back Yes, asleep. not the cactus. Your snake plant would maybe be a better option. Mm. Just give it a nice pet. Sit there for a little while and and stroke it. And they say that if you stroke your live plants, usually before you go to bed, but maybe try in the middle of the night, it can lower your anxiety, calm your busy brain, and even soothe your tension. You think so? And it helps people fall asleep 30 minutes sooner. So oh. turn off the TV. Oh, okay. Oh, well, that's Get the bigger problem right there. Hand. Okay, so you, I need to stop. <laughs> so I got to so I got to set aside some time to stroke my plant. <laughs> is what you're saying? <laughs> you said. I it, mean, I right know. now I've got no time set aside for stroking my plant, <laughs> and now I, I gotta. Get the old steak plant out of the bathroom, uh, which is where it lives because it's right next to the window. Okay. Well, actually, it lives here at the radio station. Yeah, it's been living here. But I need to take the steak plant home Mm -hmm. before I stroke it.
<laughs> yeah. Um, okay. And just, I'd say give it a good maybe five minutes or so. And just <laughs> yeah. Go to, go to town. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and and uh, right. right to sleep. All yeah, right. And I'll, I'll All try right. it. I'll try straight right. my plants as well. I'll do, no, no, no. You sleep just fine. I'll do that tonight and report back tomorrow. <laughs> Take a video. Let you know. Well, <laughs> sounds like something on OnlyFans. What? I thought we were talking about plants oh, here. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jesse, you've been dating a girl for a while now. Mm-hmm. and Have you met any of her friends? Uh, Yes. Not very often, though? Um, One I met twice, and the other ones I met once. But she was okay. gone for a while. But yes, yeah, I so have. You, met so them. you don't know them very well, but no. they've met you enough times just to maybe get an idea of who you are. Uh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. What you're about. Okay, so I found this list, and it was like things that her friends will notice about you. Mm. So these are things that when you met her friends, they were probably looking at, right? You're flirting. Uh, oh, like uh-oh. with her? <laughs> yeah. Or just in general? Like you flirting with her uh, a little bit no. while you're around the friends. Well, yeah, I would think so. It was at a bar. It was kind of loud. It was, it, I will say from the get-go, <laughs> where the, for, actually both places were bars. Uh, but when it was a larger group of friends, it was um, not exactly my element. It was yeah. it's just kind of loud in there, and it was late at night, so I was tired. So, um, uh, yeah, I, I was putting on my best behavior, though. Okay. I tried really hard. Okay, uh, your appearance. I, I, you always dress I think nice. I was, yeah, I think you I was, always, yeah. Yeah. Okay, your clinginess. Do you mm. feel like you kind of followed her around a little bit, or did you try to venture out and talk to everyone? No, we sat, uh, no, uh, at the one when there was a larger group of friends, I did, I'll talk to any, like, I, this is a skill of mine for being on the radio, yeah. is I can talk to other people. Like, even though I'm an introvert, I, I tend to be able to make conversations with other people. Yeah. Um, and I did. I talked to one or two of the friends. It was just so loud in there, and, like, my hearing was still messed up from COVID. So yeah. there was a lot of, huh? Okay. These you all say sound that like, again? Uh, I know. Jesse, it sounds like but excuses. I, it seemed like it was okay. All right. So you didn't follow her around like a, a lost puppy? No. I sat okay. right next to her, though. Well, that's that that's was fun. Fine. But no, like if she got up, I'd be like, "Oh, I'm gonna go to the bar with you." No, yeah, I just sat yeah. there and okay. kept talking to people. Okay, that's good. Uh, your finances. Now, this is something that you don't have to bring it up. Like, well, here's how much I make a year. Mm-hmm. But I do feel like um, you can sort of sense an idea or a ballpark range. What I make, like they but could sense what I make, you, just based but on just me. people in general. Um, I had a feeling that everybody I met was independently successful. They're young professionals. They have yeah. great jobs. You know, there's a lot of people, uh, younger people that I run into that work for like P&G, that type okay. of thing. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. 
something. So they got so, good jobs. So, yeah, every, yeah, everybody seemed, yeah. I was probably the odd one out You're a little the, bit. The low man. Like, what do you do? I'm like, I'm a radio DJ. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why don't you get a real job? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you do there? Do you, like, play songs and, like, you talk and stuff? Yeah. So, you know, I think once I kind of explain what I do a little bit more, they realize it is like a real full-time job. A real job. job. I know. It's hard for people to understand. Okay. And finally, this was my favorite one. Your similarities to her exes. Now, oh. this is something I, you would have had to have had a discussion with her about people she's dated or yeah. people you've dated for them, for you to know much about them. But I can tell you as a girlfriend that usually I'm the one on that side. Uh -huh. Like my friends bring a guy and I, I meet them. I do. I look at them and I'm like, well, he d he dresses just like your, you know, oh. or he kind of hmm. acts like your ex did. I, I don't see. like that kind of a thing. I would guess, I'm not going to speak for her on this. Yeah. I would guess if I could make a prediction that I would not fall into that category. You think you're different than her I exes? would think so. But well, that we is, so. I've not asked her directly, <laughs> but I Maybe. would think that I, I, the unique side of Jesse comes out. Okay. Maybe yeah. that's the next conversation. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't Am know. I like your ex? Uh, you know what? I checked four of those boxes. I think I'm doing pretty good. I think you're doing all right. You know? So I think her friends like you. I didn't make her pay for drinks or anything. I paid for it. Oh, that's always like a bonus point. If you're, if I see my friends and the guys she's with, it's even better when you're like, I'll buy drinks for all your friends. Oh, easy. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do a quick head count. I'm like, huh, seven people, huh? Uh -oh. <laughs> I walked into work today and got it handed to me. I attempted to teach Jesse yesterday how to shotgun a beer. Yeah. Because you've never done that before, no, which is no. totally random. Never shotgun. So I'm like, okay, Jesse, I got you. I'll show you how to shotgun a beer. In my mind, I thought I had this. I'm like, oh, Jesse's not going to be able to finish. This is going to be hilarious. I'm going to clearly beat him on this. Uh, and it was the opposite. You had all these. You, uh, you, you told me. It. You were like, okay, what you do is you take your key, like a car key, and you, you find where the bubble is in the bottom of the yeah. can, and you poke a hole. Yeah. And then when you're ready to uh, drink it, you crack the lid open, the, the, the tab you open. start chugging. And you just chug it out of the side of the can. And, uh, and I did. And I out chugged you. And yeah. I beat you, yeah, and you, you were still. I don't. You, something I, you That's may have I'd never like finished your beer. can. I think the hole that I made for myself was a little too small. That's the excuse that I have. Okay. I walk into work today, and every coworker that I pass by, they're like, "Anna, we are disappointed in you." Listen, if you can chug anything well, I think you can chug a beer. Like I, I growing up, I would chug all kinds of things. Yeah, I, but. You know, chugging a beer is a little different than chugging your water bottle, Jesse. Why do people think I can't do these? Because I don't drink a lot. Well, that's what's funny about you is you claim that you are this lightweight. You hardly drink any alcohol. I, you I don't am. party. You don't do any. And then we shotgun beers together, which is supposed to be your first time, and you outdid me. Okay, hold so on. So what's the real My deal? My tolerance here? has nothing to do whether I can shotgun a beer or not. It's not like I got drunk. Instantly well, off of shotgunning okay. a beer. So no, it's it's how much uh, the volume of liquid that I can take in all at once. And apparently the answer is I can take in more than you. Even with a beer, though, beer Even is a little different. It's different than water. You well, gotta give me that. Apparently, well, I'm just better than you. I don't know. Maybe you're a little more of a partier than you let on, and I, you're a secret partier. If you think I'm walking Jesse's around telling a lie, <laughs> you, that sounds exhausting. No, <laughs> I'm proud to say I have. Very low tolerance. Yeah, well. I don't like partying. Uh -huh. And I'm uh, introverted sure. to the core. Yeah, act like this goody good, but really, I think okay. well, secretly. you're from the West Side where they <laughs> cherish a good brew, and you should have been able to t put that can back quickly. So, yes, I agree with my coworkers. All right. I am ashamed. I feel embarrassed. Anyway, I if you'd really like to see do. that video of me... Uh, 
going to town on that can of beer of Hootie. It's a hot mess. <laughs> uh, and it got all over the place, yeah. uh, those beers. It's up on our Instagram. No, I should say it's on our Facebook at Jesse yep. Anna B105. Jesse and Anna's Truth Jar. Okay, Jesse, today is your turn. Answer a question out of our truth jar. It's this jar, it's filled up with all different kinds of questions, and we take turns. Who has to answer? Jesse. Uh, what is something or someone that you are judgmental towards? Ooh. You know, being judgmental is not great. You're not really supposed to do that. Everybody does it, though. Yeah. So uh, I do find myself, it, it, this has to do with social media, and I find myself judging things that people post on social media. And oh, then okay. always consistently telling myself, don't be that person, Jesse. Don't post things like that. And it always comes down to people wanting attention. Well, isn't that with social? I mean, it is. Uh, keeping it is. in touch with people, sure. But at it the end is. of the day, you're. Okay. Well, let me give you an example. All right. I don't need, first of all, they call it vague booking. The first thing that people do that drives me crazy, and it actually makes me not r really concerned for them when they want people to be concerned for them. Okay. You know, there they are. They've checked in at the hospital and they said, oh, here we go again. But they don't say but what. But that's all they say. And I'm, it makes me not want to respond. I'm yeah. like, I hope it's not serious because I, I'm not <laughs> going to say anything now. And these are close friends of mine sometimes. I'm like, stop it. I, you know, or, or if I'm, if it really irritates me and it's a close enough friend, I'll comment. I'm like, well, are you going to give us some more information? <laughs> like, like, like it, should I, should I be concerned about this or is this something small? I've also done that super passive aggressively. Like, all right, come on. More information. Yeah. No, I do agree with you on that. It is a little like irritating to and see then, that. And then just in general, like, checking I think it's all about checking in like oh here we are at the Cracker Barrel and I'm like I just don't I don't need I guess I don't need to know that and maybe they feel like they want to share that if you're on vacation and you're doing that it's almost different I'm like that's yeah. cool I know you're in a different place like you're that's actually kind of interesting to me but if it's you know you're just Checking in at the dermatologist, you know, like, <laughs> okay. I didn't, I didn't, would you got a, a mole that's miscolored? Yeah, I, I think a lot of people view social media, like face, um, what you're saying is on Facebook, they view it as a diary almost. So for them, it's like, okay, today I went to Cracker Barrel with grandma Nobody else really cares, but maybe they care. Also, a year from now, it'll pop up on their memories. And then it's like, oh, my gosh, last year we went to Cracker Barrel with Grandma. Well, I got news for you. My memories pop up from time to time. And some of the things I used to post make me cringe. I'm like, I hate old Jesse Tack. I delete some of my the things, stuff. But it's simple things because Facebook used to be like, uh, you know, it would say something like, what's your current status? Yeah. Jesse is... And if I would post things that I would never post now. <laughs> what would you They're say? Like, I don't know. Like, I just bought three pounds, uh, bought uh, 20 pounds of chicken at the grocery store. <laughs> yeah. like, what? what? I mean, it was all in context, um, I guess. But I, I would never do that now. And it has like two likes on the yeah, post. Yeah, it's always super awkward and cringy. I delete all of that stuff. You do? Anything, I look at, I would check my memory. I don't have to do it anymore because I've deleted all you cringy things. Um, yeah, every day I would check my memories, go through and be like, this was uncalled for. I'm wow. deleting that. No, I've not done that. I did. I, I didn't want it. I don't believe in erasing my past. Well, I do. But <laughs> <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> anyway, so, yeah, so, so next time you're running through like... Uh, <laughs> 
I don't know. Jimmy Johns. <laughs> just, <laughs> I don't need to know, okay? That's all I'm asking. If you are hanging out uh, around Colerain Park a little bit later this month, you might see goats running around in the park. Uh, but you're not supposed to pet them. They want you to leave them alone. And they are there for a reason. They'll only be there for maybe two to four weeks. And they are supposed to eat away some invasive plants that they've got growing in the park. That's a very efficient so, way to do it. It's a great way to do it. And, like, it's good It's good for everybody involved. The goats enjoy goats it. love it. When we, were in <laughs> Yellow- snack. when we were in Yellowstone a couple of weeks ago, I at one point said, I was like, I have yet to see a bison not eating grass. Like, they're just eating the entire time. Yeah, eating, are eating, they? Eating. Really? Like, this is all, they're not sitting there chatting with one another. Yeah. They're sitting there eating <laughs> oh. the whole time. And then finally, near the end, we found a group of bison just laying down, like sunbathing. <laughs> they don't care. They There's a part of Yellowstone Park, National Park, where there's like a little village and some cities and like a city and some houses. Almost looks like a little residential street. Yeah. And there were just bison sunbathing in the front yard of these yeah. houses. I'm like, that is <laughs> How awesome. weird is that? Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, like I have that's... deer in Silverton in my yeah. front yard. But can you imagine like a buffalo? Just, just chilling in your yard. And you got to like stay away from it when you go out to your car. Well, I kind of think that way in Florida. How they, the fact that in Florida they just have alligators roaming around. You might find one in your backyard. That blows my mind. We don't really, I guess deer is the closest thing we have to that. We don't have anything like that. Uh, I mean, deer, the, I mean, they make themselves known. They really yeah, but, don't care. I, I have an update on the deer in Silverton, though. Oh, what's going on with that? I haven't, maybe it's because it's just starting to warm up. Do you remember, like, how last year, every time I took Jackson out at night yes. to walk him, it was there was, like, three or four deer consistently just not care. They just, they started just walking down the sidewalk. Yeah. yeah. They're like, whatever, this is our city now. I haven't seen them. I don't know if people aren't feeding them as much or... If they somehow magically disappeared, if you know what I'm saying, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I, I do I feel know. like, yeah. Has there been some <laughs> that's not some culling down, of not the deer? Not down that route. Yeah, Uh-oh. they probably have like, uh, what do you call it? like wildlife management? Um, yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> We've had a couple complaints about this one particular deer family. Well, remember there were the zombie deer going out at yeah, going at it last year, so yeah. that was the whole thing. But it's been nice because there was one deer specifically that was always just trying to start something with me and my dog, and would follow us down the. I'm like, leave us alone. We're going in the other direction, you weirdo. It's funny that you've got deer chasing after you, but meanwhile, Big Dave. He's out in his backyard. He's, like, named the deer and leaves apples for <laughs> He wants to be the deer whisperer so He's bad. He's, like, Snow White or something with know. the birds and the deer. something to do? <laughs> um, anyway. Uh, Jesse and his dog running down the street. I know. Actively trying to avoid them. They're, they want to meet me. Jesse and Anna's emotion of the day. You can tell us at the end of our show if you hear the emotion of the day. Wrap it up our show and sort of wrap it up the day. I mean, yeah. it's almost 7 o'clock now. Oh, yeah. Um, we'd like to look back on the day a little retrospective. It could be something that happened to us earlier in the day or during the show, and we'd like to let you know what it is. My emotion today is, uh, well, whatever the most aligned word emotion with fatigue. Oh. And I'm very tired because I'd been having sleep issues last couple of weeks, and I started <laughs> doing really well. It started being completely fine yeah. and waking up once or twice in the middle of the night. Uh, but last night I woke up at like 2 a.m. and then I made the biggest mistake and that was thinking about the fact that I was awake. Yeah. And my brain just goes into this circle over and over. It's like, what's wrong with you? Why can't you sleep? There's got to be something wrong with you. And then I can't breathe out of one side of my nose because apparently I've got a, a deviated septum I've learned. And, yeah. And then it, it just, anyway, I'm tired. So I was awake till 4.15 
and f- went to the couch and magically fell asleep. Oh, man. All right. Now, I know I shouldn't go here, but you said, so you struggle to breathe at night, so you put your breathe strip on, and now mm. you got a little a red red spot. I got a red, yeah, and I'm walking <laughs> around, people are like, what happened to your nose? I'm like, I'm just trying to breathe, people. Uh, well, why don't you try what I just said a little bit ago? Take your plant home. Yeah. Give it a good old pet. Anna said that if you have a, a plant at home, you spend, turn the TV off a little bit before bedtime, you spend a little personal time with the plant, stroke it a couple times. Mm-hmm. Say nice things to it, and apparently it helps you fall asleep. Is it's, that correct? It's science. It's I didn't make this up. It's I science. don't really believe it. So okay. uh, why don't you go ahead and try that? Uh, tonight, my emotion or how I'm feeling, I'm feeling weak, and it all has to do with last night. I'm still not over it. I mm. taught Jesse how to shotgun a beer. Oh, yeah. And in my mind, going into it, Jesse's like, I've never shotgunned a beer before. And I'm like, oh, leave it to me. I'll show you. Mm-hmm. I made a big mess with it. There was beer spraying everywhere, yeah. and then Jesse crushed his I couldn't even finish mine, and it was just, it was embarrassing. I felt weak. I felt, uh... You let the entire west side of Cincinnati down. I, I really, like, I'm from Coleraine. Like, I, I should know how to shotgun a beer. It's, it's what we you do. You were from Coleraine. I oh, think you've been ejected. I moved, o- I moved to Oakley, and look what happened to me. They're like, see what happened when you moved to Oakley? <laughs> Well, it no. was nice. I honestly didn't think I did that great, but everybody's been giving me props today. I, I think it was just how poorly I did it made you look even I will better. Take you I will, know what I, I mean? will take the win as I can so. get it. Hey, it's Jesse and Anna. Thank you for listening to our podcast. If you enjoyed listening, you can hit the subscribe button. You can listen to us anywhere you get your podcasts. And also, don't forget, we are live in Cincinnati weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern. Stream us at B105.com.